How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Ross, it's great to have you back, buddy. Likewise, and I love that song coming back from break. I forget what it's called. Like, are we always in the moon? Then, 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 at the middle of the moon. 24K Golden. Like, what's that? 24K Golden. Yeah, see, I don't ever know the actual names of songs or groups. All I know is that when that song comes on, if that was a Keith Britton special, that was amazing. That makes me, like, I'm going to pick up my daughters right now at school. That makes me immediately want to just, like, drive to a beach or drive to a happy hour or just do something, like, crazy fun. I love that song. We've got to give the credit to Dave Spano. That is the Dave Spano special, although I know Keith Britton would definitely take credit for it. Uh, you know what? I, by the way, are you, working, are you working two games this weekend, Ross? 
Yes, I am. I'm double fisting. Good God, my man. Like, when when do you rest? You got, uh, you have the, you're in the booth for the Giants-Eagles game, and then you're also doing sidelines for Bengals-Bills for Westwood yeah, One. So do, so, so do the, do the, uh, do the math on that. Six hour drive from Philly to Buffalo. So I'll get done with the post game show. Probably 1145 from Philly. Hop in the car, go for about almost four. And I can't tell you guys where I'm going to stay in the hotel, you know, paparazzi and all that. Yeah, um, but fair. I'm going to stay somewhere in upstate New York. And then I'll drive the next two hours the next morning. It's uh, Iron Eagle and Mayock are in the booth, and I'll be on the sideline for an epic Bengals build. I love it, dude. Like, I honestly, like, I mean, I don't say this to them, but I would do it for less money. I love going to football games. I, I like being a high-volume guy. And to answer your question, as soon as the Super Bowl's over, that's when I rest. Like, I'm, I got a ski trip. I got a beach trip. Like, I got, I go six months crazy hard, and then six months I get to enjoy myself a little bit more. It's not bad. Ross, let's look to the uh, playoffs this weekend. Uh, Tom Brady, where's he going to play next year? Or where do you want to see him, I should say? Uh, I want to see him on his couch. I want to see him as a broadcaster. I don't want to see him play anymore because as a former teammate, um, it was painful. I, I, I never wanted to see him have a year like this. And he was okay, but it's the worst I've ever seen him play. He was bad again last night. You know, that interception was terrible. I never wanted to see him at less than playing at a really high level. But I don't think he really cares anymore, to be honest with you. Like, I think, he, I think he's spoken to enough people that have told him that it's never the same when you're done playing and you can't replicate that anywhere else in life. And I think he's probably a little bit scared of what life is like without it. I mean, I think he wants to play next year just because he likes playing. I, I really do. Like, I, like, I think he's going to go to the Raiders, but maybe he goes to the Bucks or somewhere else. But I don't think he really thinks they're going to win the whole thing. I think he just wants to keep playing football. Could I talk you into Tom Brady on the San Francisco 49ers? Well, I think that's a possibility. And certainly if they don't win the Super Bowl, I think that that will be looked at supposedly like he's tried to go there before wanted to go there and they didn't really want him, you know, three years ago uh, or it didn't work out. You know, that was obviously his childhood team. So he's got some affinity there. I don't know though. Like based on what I've seen the last 10 games or whatever it is, are you sure you want 46 year old Tom Brady over um, year two Brock Purdy? That sounds ridiculous. Like, you guys are going to cut that audio, and Keith already tweeted it, but um, I, I think it's a reasonable discussion to be had. Are you sure you want 46-year-old Brady over Purdy getting a full offseason as the starter and going into year two? I'm not sure I do. Ross, some intriguing games over the weekend. Obviously, probably the most interesting one um, was the comeback by the Jacksonville Jaguars over – uh, L.A., uh, the Chargers, of course. Um, Jacksonville's got to go to Kansas City this weekend. Do you give them a chance? Not much of one. No, I mean, I, I did the last Chiefs game 
against the Raiders, and they looked awesome in that game. They're going to be fresh. They're playing at home. Yeah, I kind of felt like the Jags won their Super Bowl when they beat the Titans to win the AFC South. Now it feels like they really, really won their Super Bowl coming back and getting the playoff win. If you look, and uh, Steve Fezzik, who co-hosts my betting podcast, that Even Money podcast, he said, now, I, it's unbelievable how fast these guys look this stuff up, but evidently it's not a real good track record of teams having success the week after they have a big come-from-behind win. That's what he said. Like, I, I don't know what the data is. I don't know where, how many points. I just think that's a lot to ask for them to go out there again. Um, I think they can keep it close. Like last time I checked, the spread was eight and a half. If I had to take it, I don't like, I don't, I don't have a bet on the game or like the game. But if I had to take it, I'd probably take the Jags and the points rather than laying the eight and a half. But that also could just be Trevor Lawrence with a backdoor cover with ten seconds left to lose by a touchdown or something. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is your one-stop shop sports betting analytics app to help you make the most informed bets possible download the betql app and use code ohio25 for 25 percent off your first month um do the ravens win that game if lamar was healthy enough to play yes i mean they should have won it anyway um i thought huntley played okay but they they should have won it anyway um and that's one of the all-time swing plays I've ever seen in my life. I mean, just – he was like inches away from scoring a touchdown to take a touchdown lead and said it goes the other way for a touchdown. I mean, just wild. Absolutely wild play. I think the Bengals are in trouble. You know, their offensive line is really taking on water. Zach Taylor said that the left tackle – Jonah Williams, the right guard, Alex Cap are both week to week. I don't think I've ever heard a coach say a guy's week to week and then they play that week. You know, when they say week to week, that means they're not playing that week. When they say day to day, that means maybe they're playing that week. And so I think the Bengals are in a tough spot. That said, they can at least, you know, prepare for it, knowing that, that Jonah Williams isn't going to play. And these guys, these backups this year, like Adenogy and Jackson Carmen. These are the guys that were starting last year, and Burrow got them to the Super Bowl. But I think it's going to be tough. Unless they win the turnover battle, you know, and Josh Allen has a couple couple more costly turnovers, I think I think the Bengals, that, that would be a very impressive win to me. Ross, looking to the Browns, they did hire Jim Schwartz, the uh, defensive coordinator, former defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. I know you were doing, um, you know, preseason uh, duties for them in 2019 when Schwartz was there. What was uh, Schwartz's repu- uh, repu- reputation in Philly? Everybody really liked him. Yeah, everybody really liked him, um, and that's hard to do with the fans. Um, but you know, I think it was his second year they won the Super Bowl, right? He came in with Doug Peterson 2016. 2017, they win the Super Bowl. So, obviously, you know, you get a lot of gravitas when you do that. Interestingly, he didn't really like doing a whole lot of media in Philly. You know, he he never really wanted to do any interviews. So, I'll be curious to see what he's like in that regard in Cleveland. 
Uh, but people liked him. Um, you know, the last year, it got bad, but they were a terrible team. Wentz was awful. And I think he saw the writing on the wall, so he, I think he announced he was retiring. You can look that up, whatever that means. He said he was retiring, but then, you know, started working with the Titans not that much longer after that. But I think he realized, even if Peterson stayed, that Peterson was going to have to make some big changes and that he probably would have been on the firing line. Schwartz has been around long enough that I think he identifies that he realizes that. Now, he's not a big um, blitz guy. You know, he is a big four-man rush guy. So uh, it's a good thing you guys have Miles Garrett because that's, that's his deal. Is he, wants to, he wants to get the pressure from the front four as much as possible. Um, but, yeah, I think he was pretty well-liked. It's interesting because they've done very well defensively this year with Jonathan Gannon the second-year D coordinator from St. Ignatius there in Cleveland, and yet um, a lot of the fans don't like him. A lot of fans feel like he's not aggressive enough. It's like, why? I mean, they're, they're top five in, like, every category. They have 70-some sacks, franchise record. They almost broke the NFL record for sacks. They have four guys with double-digit sacks, and yet some Eagles fans will tell you they, they, they should blitz more. Eagles fans hate, hate Santa Claus, dude. Come on, let's be honest. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they'll never be satisfied there in Philly. We know that. Um, I want to ask you one more question about Jim. Uh, is he a fiery guy? Like, will he, will he change the culture? Because the Browns need that. He is a fiery guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much he shows that outwardly. But I certainly think behind the scenes he has that in him, yes. Yeah, he's got some he's got some grit to him. Remember when he like got in a fight with Jim Harbaugh when he was the head coach of the Lions? Can't remember exactly what happened there, but he like he and Jim Harbaugh almost got in a fight with each other. Um, Schwartz is very very bright. Uh, he's been a lot of good places. Well, you guys know he was in Cleveland when Belichick and all those guys. I think he was on the scouting side. I remember uh, thinking that when bright. I was eight and he was here. What's that? I remember. I remember thinking he was really bright when, when I was eight and he was here. Yeah, um, he's uh, look. I I think he's very well respected around the league. I think it's a good hire. I think he fits the personnel that they have, and I think it's a great spot for him because they can't really be much worse than they were this past year. And I think he realizes that. Like if we just don't let teams run it down our throat, and or the defensive backs don't look at each other after the play and they don't know why that the guy was wide open. If you can just do those things. And, and those two things didn't happen very often to Philly. His priority is to stop the run. So he's going to stop the run, try to get you an obvious passing downs, and then hope the pass rushers can get there. And I know that sounds like, okay, yeah, Ross, everybody does that. That's actually not true. Like there's a, there's a growing um, sect of defensive coordinators that actually don't try to stop the run on first down. Like they don't bring the extra guy in the box. They don't make that a priority because they're so worried about explosive plays. They always want to keep two split safeties deep. Ross, looking to the Browns outside of the defensive coordinator spot, Deshaun Watson's final six games this year. Not great, Bob. And, uh, and of course, they're uh, seeming like they're going to lose Jacoby Brissett in in free agency this offseason so 
considering how he played, considering they did have an insurance policy in 2022, do the Browns need a veteran backup as insurance for Deshaun in 2023? Not really, no. I mean, you could always say yes to that, but they're not benching him. I mean, if, if you feel like you need it because he might get injured, okay. But it's not a scenario. Like, there's other teams where a backup might go because he knows if this guy plays bad, then I got a chance to play. or whatever. That's not happening in Cleveland. Like, there's, there's no scenario – where they're benching the the fully guaranteed man, I just don't, I don't see it happening, and so, um, I I don't know that that's where I would choose to spend my money. They might, and Andrew Barry came from Philly, and the Eagles put a high premium on backup quarterbacks, certainly, and they're willing to spend money for it. But I don't know. I'd rather allocate that to D tackle or DB or somewhere else. Because Sean Watson's playing. They they gotta make it work with him, period. All right, Ross, we got sixty seconds. We gotta do something about your boy Nick Sirianni. He admitted that the Eagles coaches ate Pizza Hut cru- uh, stuffed crusted pizza while watching the Giants Vikings game. Which is fantastic. We gotta we gotta get to your boy here. We gotta do a better uh, quality of Za there. Well, so first of all, I just can't believe he would say that in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like there's so many awesome Mom and pop pizza shops, like you just don't say that. You don't say Pizza Hut. And he's Italian too. Like, oh yeah, he's Italian. All of like the eat local, drink local people, they're not going to be happy about that. Secondly, and maybe just because my wife likes, um, what's the really thick crust Pizza Hut? What's that called again? The pan, pan crust, pan pizza. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's gross. (laughs) I can't stand pan pizza. Like, give me thin pizza all, all day. The bread, okay, is just a conduit to deliver my meat lovers or my pepperoni or whatever the topping is. I don't need to try to make the bread the star of the show. Like, know your role, bread. You're not the star of the show. The, the cheese, the sauce, and especially the topping is the star of the show. I'd rather go thin crust than pan pizza. And I'm norm- I'm fine with regular. My wife always gets pan pizza because where she's from in middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, they think the bread is the star of the show at every meal. Drives me crazy. It's not. It's like empty calories that you don't even need. So it's a, it's a whole big thing. I didn't, yes, I, didn't- I didn't like that Sirianni did Pizza Hut. And I think we all know that you don't want pan pizza, that you want thin crust or even just regular pizza. So I'm glad we were able to establish that. I didn't realize we were dealing with a pizza supremacist here. Ross, great stuff, buddy. Get some rest and uh, kill it this weekend. We know you will. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Did the Browns act too early on this? No, I don't think so. I mean, if they were trying to get this done and, Mm -hmm. you know, remember, they fired Joe Woods literally the night of the game, Mm -hmm. final game of the year. They started interviewing candidates immediately. Schwartz was one of the first ones. And they went through the process, and I think they interviewed, what, four or five guys? Mm-hmm. Five guys. Burger and fries? With Pizza Hut. Stuffed crust. Um, I've never had five guys, by the way. What? I've never had it. I, I've i heard a lot of things, but you not having five guys is... is I, 
I feel like Tough we need to, to remedy this. I've, when I think of of Dustin Fox, I think of somebody who should have absolutely tried five guys before. Yeah, haven't. Oh, their Cajun fries are so good. But this is not free advertising. But There's yeah. one like like a mile from my house too. Yeah, yep. We got to remedy it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna need the Instagram receipts as well. Gonna need a. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need you to to let me know. All right, I'll let you know. Um, but no, back to Schwartz. I I think that they wanted to get this done. There's other you know opportunities out there for other coaches. You don't want to lose your guy. Mm-hmm. So I so the reason why I asked is the Flores thing, right? Earlier I said Flores was the one guy that was going to re-energize the fan base. I think Schwartz is a really good hire. So please do not – this is not me saying uh, they, they, that they, they messed this up or that it isn't a good hire. I think it's a much better fit uh, than Joe Woods was at the end of Joe's time here. But I think my, my point was when I asked him about the timing, I think it's more would you have liked to see the Browns wait a little bit longer for Flores? Because mm-hmm. I think – listen, I – I think there's a chance that Flores doesn't get the Arizona job. And if that happens, I think if if Brian Flores is faced between going back to Pittsburgh and not calling plays or maybe going somewhere it could be the defensive coordinator, I still think there was a decent chance he would have taken the defensive coordinator job. Yeah. Unless it would just was not a fit. So I personally look at this and say, I'm not going to risk it for Brian Flores. As much as I like Brian Flores... I wouldn't risk it. You hire the good coach. Mm-hmm. You hire the guy that clearly wants to be here. You hire a guy who's still young enough that he can uh, reinvent his career, but it's probably going to take a little bit, right? Like, I think this defense probably a two-year work in progress. I think they can be really good this year, but I think two years from now is maybe the time when we can point to what what's happening in Philadelphia, right? But I think in the end, if they're comparable coaches, maybe Brian Flores has a little bit higher ceiling, I think once guys start to get hired, you could go from either Schwartz and Flores or Schwartz or Flores to neither. And that's the that's the situation the Browns couldn't be in. So if if acting fast meant it cost you Brian Flores, I'm totally okay with it if it's what keeps you being able to have Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I mean, if it was like 1A, 1B, and you really liked Flores a little bit more than Schwartz, but you weren't sure that this guy was going to to, to respond and take the job, and maybe he gets a head coaching job mm-hmm. or another DC job somewhere else, then it it's not worth the risk of, of losing one of your, your top candidates. Well, and it's not just about it's not just about the defensive coordinator. It's also giving that guy time to fill out the staff. Because I don't really know, like, I don't know, like, is Chris Kiffin going to be here? Is is Jeff Howard? I, I'd, I'd still be kind of surprised if Jeff Howard wasn't here because he goes back to Minnesota with Kevin Stefanski. But, like, I think you had to... When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Whoever was going to be the defensive coordinator, I think you had to make a hire within the first week because that's why you fired Joe Woods in the spot anyways, right? Yeah. It is to try and get ahead out and open in front of the head coaching market. And so now it is how quickly can you put the rest of the staff together? Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm not. By the way, you think there's going to be any holdovers on the staff? Um, I'll be curious I, to see what happens here with, with the position coaches on, on the defensive side. Howard feels like a guy that makes sense because the the Stefanski Minnesota ties. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, I don't know. Like, would it be that concerning? Because I, I never really know. Like, firing a defensive coordinator is still a huge enough thing. But, like, remember, like, any time Greg Williams has been hired as a defensive coordinator, he's got his four guys. All right, this is my defensive line coach. Uh, his son's going to be the linebacker coach. And here are the two secondary coaches I have. Right? Like, would it would it change your perspective on the Browns offseason and the scale of the job they have rebuilding the defense mm-hmm. if Schwartz just came in and said, bleep it, these are all my guys? I I, I don't want Kiffin. I don't want I can't remember um can't remember who the, the linebacker coach is, but I don't want him and Jeff Howard's gotta go as well. Cause I actually think that's I think more change. On the defensive side of the ball, it's easier than try to get Chris Kiffin and Ben Bloom. That's who it is. Ben Bloom. What a great coaching name. Then try to get those guys to to follow the flow of Jim Schwartz. Like, I'd almost be a little disappointed if it's only Joe Woods. Yeah, I, I would. If, if I'm Schwartz, like, I'm blowing it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm only taking this job if I can bring in all my guys. I mean, maybe there are a couple of guys on the staff that he already knows mm-hmm. and has a relationship with. But for the most part, I'd want to bring my guys that know how to coach my defense. And obviously what was work or what was here last year was not working. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. I think, I think when you have like Joe Woods firing is definitely a wake up call for everybody on that coaching staff, but it just, it's, it always feels a little bit too piecemeal. Like the Greg Williams thing feels like way too much. Uh, nope, I'm going to replace everybody, including the quality control assistants. That feels like uh, heavy handedness. But if a guy just came in and he just accepted Joe Woods's, like, does does Chris Kiffin know how to coach the wide nine? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, he was pretty sought after for college, though. By the way, for other jobs. I would not be surprised. I don't have any foreknowledge of this. I would not be surprised if he was back in college. Then again, they just rehired him last year, so who the hell knows? 216-578-0092. We're reacting to the Jim Schwartz hire here. Did the Browns make the right move making the call now and not waiting for maybe a Brian Flores to see if maybe he could end up being 
the Browns defensive coordinator. It was a great weekend in the NFL playoffs as we talked about, Dusty. But I'll say this. I agree with J.K. Dobbins, and I agree with anybody in that Ravens locker room. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell, that if, if Lamar Jackson had played this week, if he was healthy enough to play, I think the Ravens beat the Bengals and... I don't want to say I don't think it would be close, but it, I, it may have not been close. It may have been an outright ass kicking. Like Baltimore was the much more physical team, right? And since he looked a lot like Buffalo did against Miami, a team just trying to get through that playoff game, and that's how you lose a game in uh, January. Yeah, the, pr- the difference between the Bills and the Bengals is like, I mean, the Bills st- still put up thirty-four points. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Josh Allen made some mistakes in that game, but it wasn't like... I mean, the, the Dolphins didn't wreak havoc. I mean, Josh Allen made some dumb plays that allowed the Dolphins to get, to get back in that game. I, I honestly thought watching the Ravens-Bengals uh, uh, game, the the, the Steelers, the Bengals, really didn't have an answer for the Ravens' defense and the pressure. Yeah, I... That's going to be really interesting I mean, if they to score that forward. touchdown, they go up 24-17. I don't know that the Bengals come back and win. It's so tough because it's Joe, right? Of course, but it's still. I mean, they, they didn't score another point after that. Well, uh, they didn't need to. I get it. But, but the Ravens had the ball last. Like, who do you think? <sighs> I agree. I'm a, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm a little bit more worried than I am the Bills because I really felt like Josh Allen single-handedly kept – Miami in that game and the more his mistakes happened it felt like the more they tried to throw and and take over that game and the more the mistakes kind of compounded where in this game I just thought they did a great job you know what Cincinnati did not run the ball well again that's been kind of a bugaboo early in the season they had 18 carries for 51 yards and not just that like Tyler Huntley's stat line says he played okay Man, I don't. There was a time like last year where I thought he could be a starter, or, yeah, or I don't like know about a, that. like a tie rod, like a developmental guy. Go somewhere, give him a chance, see what he can do. He's probably middle of the rung backup, and and he just took you to the limit there. If he were was really just kind of playing this card to get them to give him the contract, you're talking Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Um, well played. Yeah, I, it's it's all it's also like kind of messed up that you would screw your teammates over, but it almost feels like his teammates have his back. Yeah, well, Calais Campbell, who you mentioned, was like, I don't see how you let a guy like that get away. Right. Uh, J.K. Dobbins said that we win this game if Lamar plays, like, which felt like there is the very obvious we win this game if Lamar plays, which is just a great statement. And then there's the you wonder if there's something behind that. If if he said that because he felt like the injury wasn't the only reason Lamar wasn't out there. Yeah. And I it really like it's so tough because they just had a phenomenal draft. Kyle Hamilton, Linderbaum, and uh Travis Jones all were like all rookies. But it does feel like the Ravens culture does feel like it's kind of on the ledge here. And if they don't handle this right. I would say it could implode because we'll never be that lucky. It does feel like if they don't get this right with Lamar, don't play the tag game, you know, for the next four years. If they don't get it right with Lamar, man, this thing could this could be the next Russ. This could be the next Aaron Rodgers. 
Like, if it's not already, this feels like the thing where all of a sudden Lamar could say, I'm not playing here. I've done everything you've asked. The Jets are plus 250 to land Lamar. I buy it. If you put if you I put mean, Lamar on the, the Jets this year, a healthy Lamar, which is always a tough thing. They're a contender. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I actually, I actually think the interesting thing here is whether, let's say the tomorrow, the Ravens said, you know, we've talked to Lamar, the relationship's cooked. We're going to spend the rest of the offseason finding his next spot, uh, provided that the opposing team gives us what we want. Would Lamar be worth more or less than Deshaun Watson? Well, it's In interesting. terms of like what, what uh, teams would actually be willing to trade for him. Well, he doesn't have the baggage. Mm-hmm. And he does have some injury concerns, especially now. But uh, same thing with Deshaun. Deshaun has tore his knee up a couple times. So I I don't know. Um, it'd be comparable, I think. I think the difference in the injuries, the only, the, like I think Lamar's injury have impacted his play the last two years to where his stats just don't look great. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is like, are you evaluating the player? Is the circumstance why the numbers look bad? Is this just a couple of bad games? Because don't forget, first like four or five games of this year, we were looking around at Lamar and being like, uh, not he just he just paid him. He just basically got the whatever he wanted. Yeah, like not just MVP again. We're talking about a guy who probably just got himself four hundred million dollars, and sixteen weeks later. Like if you're Baltimore, what more do you need to say? It, why? Why? It just it's just bleep or get off the pot, right? Also, John Harbaugh. Oh, uh, one other thing too. Yeah, uh, Lima said this this morning, and I kind of agree with him. Where was Lamar? Why wasn't he at the game? Why? Why doesn't he tweet about it? Why like, didn't he tweet? Why didn't he like? If he's at home watching the game, like. I mean, DeMar Hamlin's tweeting during the game. And this is a guy who has used social media a fair amount, like during games, not just during games, but like he's he's used his social media to kind of make his point for the Ravens too. It it felt like, it kind of felt like he was quiet to make a point. God, I just want it so bad. Because like, you think about this, like, even if he goes to the game, I mean, don't you think he could have helped Huntley on the sidelines? Um, yeah, that I don't know. Like, would would it be more of a help or a hindrance? I don't know. I think the starting quarterback can help the the backup. Well, but I, I think my point is, like, do we know the Ravens said to not be there? No, we- they maybe didn't. I, I don't know the details behind it. I just thought it was odd that, like, in the playoff, you know, you thought you'd see him on the sidelines in a, in a you know, winter hat and a jacket, helping out, ha- having an iPad, doing something, trying to help his team win. Or at least live tweeting the game, one or the somewhere in between one those tweet? two. In one live tweet. Ah, damn! Almost had it. I would have caught Sam Hubbard. <laughs> Any one of those things would have done. Did Lamar even watch the game? Two one six five seven. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you, he watched every second of yeah. it. Yeah, and hate watched it, and I hate watched it, but was, Spike was, watched it. Here's the question: Was he was he cheering when Hubbard was running ninety eight yards? Yes. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Um, would Lamar be worth more or less than Deshaun if the Ravens put him on the open market um, later this offseason? Like, let's say sometime in February when the franchise tags are due. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 